Welcome to Two Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies that we have not seen based on nothing but their weird and festive descriptions. I'm Bradley. I'm Albert, and ho, 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 it's our Christmas episode. So, as you guys might know, there are movies, and there's Christmas. Also, yes. And there are Christmas movies. And so we're going to dig into some descriptions of Christmas movies, Brantley. Indeed. 90% of these at least come from the Hallmark Channel. I was going to ask. So here we go. Starting things off with a very merry mix-up. Okay. Alice Chapman, a sweet and artsy semi-ditz. Uh, she's like absent-minded? That's what ditzy means, but how are you semi-ditzy? Like occasionally, she's got very specific stuff together. She's very, she's like focused, but then every now and then she drifts off, which is, you know, pretty much everyone. No, 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 I no. Feel. She almost always drifts off, but her collection of hand painted D&D figurines are uh, pristinely organized to a degree where it offsets the rest of her entire ditziness, uh, where everybody who knows her says, no, you can't like just call her a ditz because she does have that organization <laughs> with the D and D figures that she hand painted. So, just a semi ditz. And she's artsy, so you know that they're perfectly painted. Absolutely, yeah. That's how we that that was the artsy outlet for her. That's oh. that's the only way this reviewer knew that she was artsy was that they <laughs> had scenes of her lovingly painting the eyeballs on an orc with a human <laughs> hair. She's happily running her family's antique store and is engaged to a polished, money-focused, big-city, real estate salesman. If you've never seen one of these movies before, you could just remove all of those adjectives and drop in evil, not-worthy boyfriend. Yeah. Through a series of cute travel mishaps on her way to meet his family for the first time... Home Alone, Lost in New York. <laughs> Home Alone 2, sorry. She's accidentally ended up at somebody else's house while trying to get to her fiancé's parents' house, I guess? I don't know if he's not with her. Like, probably he had some, you know, money-focused big city real estate thing that he had to do. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you go on and meet my parents. I will give I mean, you the instructions. It's probably in a different town. So. That might be. Anyway, because he's in the big city. Yes, and he's polished. Yeah. That warm, happy family, by a credulity-stretching coincidence, welcomes and cherishes her in this extremely but tastefully decorated home. So either they just really love Christmas, or they have a son who's a real estate broker, and I- his fiance was coming... Oh, you think that, like, she she's ended the wrong up fiance. on the other people? And she's like, well, I really appreciate people who are polished and money-focused and from the big city. Not like my folksy people who... They... No, she's just, like, miserable the whole time. But then, like, our protagonist is like, wow, this is so much better. I was enjoying the, like, the way they went out of their way to describe this home where it's... <laughs> It's so great, and yet, like, we're not talking about inflatable T-Rex shaking a present in his jaws on the front lawn. Like, no, they just look like the inside of a magazine. <laughs> that's that's the level of decoration they've put in their house. Of course, they have a very nice son, 
Who falls for her? He's from the last movie we did. He's yeah. only 13. Is he still <laughs> a zombie? Yes. And shares interests and values that aren't on her fiancé's radar. Oh, he's into hand-painting D&D figures, too. Yeah. My favorite thing about this is the last line. Mm-hmm. It just says, Complications, emotional struggles, and a happy resolution ensue. Which is why Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And this is just a description of basically every movie. Yeah. This is how stories happen. There are complications and emotional structures, struggles, and then a happy resolution hopefully ensues. This is the middle part of a trilogy, in which case, down or ending. Next up, we have One Starry Christmas. So they're from Seattle. And they move to the country for Christmas. And they're like, holy crap, there's lights in the sky. No, 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 no. That's the next one. Oh. Uh, no, the next one, and I'm not joking. The next one does, in fact, involve a lot of geographic information. And some of it involves Seattle. We'll get there. I'm a prophet. Aspiring astronomy professor and Christmas enthusiast. I, I hope that she puts that on her resume. I was say, is that her job? She's a professional astronomer, and she, and notice well, that no, she the is, astronomer. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So let's. I took that as two different people, honestly. No, no, it's the same person. I thought it was like an aspiring astronomy professor and a Christmas enthusiast. By the way, listener at home, you'll never guess what her name is in this Christmas movie. It's Holly. <laughs> I, I I'm sure that they didn't call this. Bows of Holly because that was already taken by another Christmas movie with also there are two protagonist movies you can do whatever Holly you want and like she's a lumberjack or something and a kind-hearted old man has to come and teach her the values of Christmas and not chopping down trees and then I'm just uh, making this one up you chop down a tree and put it in the house that's no but like parts of the holiday evil chopping down trees Really? We can be mad at consumerism as long as we're not talking about not buying people presents. Then it's evil. Uh-huh. Also, so I want to go back and unpack her all of her titles. She's an aspiring astronomy professor. She's either going to college or she's trying to apply for a position, yeah. Okay, okay, I don't know what level of aspiring she's at. Like, one day... We're in high school. Calm down. (laughs) I I like the idea that she has a goal, but just saying that she wants to do a thing is maybe not the best insight into who she is. There's also, and Christmas enthusiast, is she an aspiring Christmas enthusiast? Or is that separate from the... I would love to love Christmas. (laughs) I I plan one day (laughs) to really go all out. Curse my burning apathy towards Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's such a great cut. Holly is crushed when her longtime boyfriend Adam schedules a Christmas trip and leaves her alone over the holidays. You're right. (laughs) Not a Christmas trip. It's a Christmas. I mean, it's over the holidays, so it is a Christmas time trip. It is, but that sounds like even worse if it's a Christmas trip. Like, he's going to celebrate Christmas. He's like, I don't want you (laughs) along. You stay. One, he has work, and it's like, oh, that sucks. Like, that's not okay. I'm going to go to North Pole, Alaska. 
you know, the actual real home of Santa Claus, where if people want to send Christmas letters to Santa, they send them to North Pole. They go all out for Christmas, and I'm going up there. And she's like, oh, I'm an aspiring Christmas enthusiast. You should take yeah, me. Yeah, you're staying. No, no, I'm sorry. It's only for real Christmas enthusiasts. <laughs> Maybe one day when you have your professional Christmas enthusiast degree, you can when come they give with you me. the business card, <laughs> then you can go. <laughs> when she decides to surprise both Adam and her parents with the Christmas visit, however, fate, or perhaps the Christmas spirit. Which one? There's three. Uh, future. So the Grim Reaper. Yes. <laughs> Intervenes. It's like throws. Ebenezer Scrooge, look upon the man. Oh, he doesn't talk no, he in just the... points dramatically. No, okay, okay. yes, you're right. Uh, the problem is that my, like, quintessential personal version of A Christmas Carol is the radio drama, mm. and they didn't have a great way to not have him talk, so they just have him He pointed at the grave, and it was super spooky. Holly's bumpy holiday travel makes a turn onto the road to romance when she and her bus companion, Luke, uh, okay, forge an instant. I, I just can't imagine. You know what? Actually, I can't imagine, I guess, becoming friends with somebody on a bus. There's a part of me that just thinks Especially like. Especially it's like a cross country trip. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be on there for several hours, like tens of hours at least. Holly's bumpy holiday travel makes a turn onto the road to romance when she and her bus companion, Luke, forge an instant connection over their love of constellations and Christmas. To be fair, those are her two character traits. Yes, if you... If you got on a bus with somebody and you're like, the only things I like are beef jerky and Godzilla, and they're like, the only things I like are beef jerky and I Godzilla. I about Luke. He could like all kinds of things, but he likes those two things, and that's all she has going for her, according to this description okay. so far. Fair enough. I she lo- wants to love Christmas. That's one of her character traits. In the spirit of the season, Holly invites Luke and his brother, Bull... To join her family and Adam for Christmas, which instantly creates competition between Luke and Adam for Holly's attention. Why? She's engaged to Adam, who isn't there because he's on a business trip? But then, I'm confused. Yeah. Did she just come to crash his business trip? I think so. Did she hear that he was going on a business trip and she's like, I'll come along. And he's like, aw, shucks, honey. There's no airfare for you. And she says, Greyhound is a thing. (laughs) I will travel cross country on a Greyhound bus to be with you at Christmas. And he's like, stupid aspiring Christmas enthusiasts. I also don't like that sentence where the road to romance thing. Oh, right. Because did you want to... (laughs) Why not? I just don't like the phrasing that for some reason. I just don't like it. <laughs> okay. I There was a part of me that was going to make a literal, like, is there a road named romance joke, but I didn't go there. So. As sparks fly like shooting stars. I hate this movie. Because they're astronomy enthusiasts, you see. Mm-hmm. Between Holly and They Luke. bonded over constellations. Those don't have shooting stars. Sorry. They moved on from constellations. There's only, like, 30 of them. There's infinite number of... Well, not infinite, but (laughs) uncountably large numbers of shooting stars. No, there's not. They're meteors in the atmosphere. There's not a lot. 
Right, but like nobody's counting all of them, so I think it's uncountable. It's not what uncountable means. Will Holly decide to play it safe and stay with Adam? Or thank her lucky stars for the Christmas gift of romance with Luke? I don't care. <laughs> I don't like her. I don't like her story. And I don't like this punny thing. But, no, you see, it's lucky stars. Yes, I got it. Because she's an astronomy enthusiast. Yes. Aspiring. No, she's an professor. enthusiast. She just wants to be a professor. Okay. She keeps going to the college. She's like, but I really like astronomy. And they're like, that doesn't get you a degree. Please leave, ma'am. She doesn't want a degree. She wants to teach about astronomy. You have no credentials. You just keep talking about how they're really, really great and pretty. This is your words. Also, like, a quarter of your semester is spent talking about Christmas, which, while it is delightful, is not in fact relevant to the course on the material. Trees, those don't count. <laughs> Finally, for this episode, we have The Nine Lives of Christmas. This is about cats. Or at least an animated a cat. movie about cats learning to love Christmas. One of them's a Grinch who likes to destroy the creature, and it was like, no, it's about the presence of family. And then at the end, they learn a lesson. And there's probably a song. I think that's closer to the movie Santa Paws. But with cats. <laughs> no, Santa Paws is with cats. Oh, I thought that was with dog. No, that was a book. Or no, okay, maybe you're right. So the Santa Claus with C-L-A-W-S is the one with cats. Santa Paws is the Air Buddies prequel, I want to say. That's Air Bud. No, they're Santa Buddies. But then, like, Santa Paws, I think... Remember when that, was, that series was about a dog playing basketball? Remember that, guys? <laughs> he played other sports? Yeah, because they decided to make sequels. And they're just like, it keeps saying no in the rule book. Doesn't say no, actually. There's, Not against the rules. There's a great... So, I bring up Santa Claus with a W. Because <laughs> I was just out in the yard doing yard work yesterday uh-huh. and I come inside and my family is watching Santa Claus and it is in fact a Christmas movie from the asylum that I have never seen oh. and I did not recommend and it to them. invite you my kids sat down looked at what was available on Netflix and said we want to watch the asylum talk about Christmas and I don't know whether to be proud or I horrified two things one they came from you Fair enough. Two, they are how old? Uh, Four and six. And they heard Santa, but with cats. They also chose to watch the movie Food Fight on their own. They were pretty colors, funny looking shapes. And they are again, how old? Four and six. But that was immediately after I had done another podcast I have as the Bad Ideas podcast. We had just done an episode about the terrible terrible movie food fight do they listen to your slash watch your podcast no then and we didn't have anything to do with the fact that amazon apparently paid somebody money to have it on their streaming platform for amazon prime so i it's just yeah we're gonna talk about the nine lives of christmas all right i have to so see a lot of bold a lot of times I pull these from reviews and I don't all, I usually don't leave the review part of it in. Okay. But this one opens up with a paragraph of all caps from the reviewer. And I needed to 
share this with you guys mm-hmm. for context. Caps. <laughs> Beware of bogus reviewers and reviews. Some reviewers have only one review. When it's a positive review, that tells me they were involved with the production. Now I have reviewed over 400 Christmas movies. I have no agenda. I am fair. Fair is spelled F-A-R-E, by the way, so I don't know if that's their name or... (laughs) Hi, fair, I'm dad. I just love the idea of this guy coming into this review and being like, there's a lot of fake reviews on the Nine Lives of Christmas. I better drop the bomb and let people know. He's a uh, movie review truther. A Christmas movie review truther. He did, by the way, give it 8 out of 10. So he wasn't, like, mad that they were upvoting it. He was just saying, they don't have good reasons. I mean, he has no agenda. He is fair. Okay, so here's the actual description that comes from the beginning of his review. Zachary is a handsome bachelor who enjoys the liberties of being single. Like nobody nagging him to pick up his socks. When a stray cat adopts Zach as his owner, that's an accurate that is how description. That that's <laughs> how we got our first cat. Zach falls in love with the little guy, in spite of the fact that he wants to stay away from responsibility. Wait, he just It's a millennial, got it. Well also like it's a cat, yeah. Brantley. Like they need to be fed and the litter box changed. That's not responsibility. Especially he lives in the like an apartment building where it's not like the cat can just wander around and take care of itself. Okay, my experience with cats is inside outside, by the way. All of like just let cats be inside outside cats. I'm sick of this like I adopted this cat and they made me sign a waiver that said it couldn't go outside. It can go outside. It can it get can, hit it by can, a car. Yeah, yeah. It can be mangled by another cat, and that is how a cat should be able to be. No. Yes. No. That is my opinion. No, you're wrong. No, cats developed outside. So did humans. Go live in the woods. Tell me how long you get it. That's not the point. He can come inside. I'm not saying he has to be outside. I'm saying if he whines at the door and says, I want to go outside, I'm going to be like, yes, cat, you can go outside because forcing somebody to stay inside of a house is not cool. As my position on kids and cats. His new pet brings him into contact with Merrily White. Merrily Christmas, everyone. Also, she's dreaming of a white Christmas. Indeed she is. I'm sure everyone in this movie is very white. I imagine so. I did not find one of these with even, like, black people on the cover. Hallmark. Definitely no interracial couples. Hallmark. Okay. You maybe have the one black friend who's in a scene. He's probably also gay, so they can hit all their bases with one actor. Yeah, no, get him off the set. Get him out of here. Okay. Brings him into contact with Merrily White, a beautiful woman who is Zach's opposite. So she's in a she's in a relationship, a committed relationship that's going She loves free. responsibility. Yeah, she um has, she a has perfectly thirteen clean house. kids. Um yeah. And so she Zach's hates a cats. Homewrecker. Yeah, no, she's a dog person who is allergic to cats and therefore hates them. <laughs> Through his new pet, Zach begins to see that being accountability free isn't as fulfilling as he thought. And that the wrong woman might just be the perfect match. So Zach's a homewrecker. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're the right woman for me. She's like, Spurred no. on by this cat. That- My husband of 20 years is not cool with that. <laughs> but you complete me. Go away. I will call the police. I have a cat. We were meant to be together. Yes, but I'm married. 
It was like a whole thing of like there's there's someone out there like for you, like you're fated to meet them. And then like people take that into the wait, so like but what if we weren't born at the same time? There or? is a uh the guy who does XKCD, he does yes. a, Yeah. Continue, I'm referencing that, but you the, the describe it if? better. Yeah, it's uh somebody wrote in like what if you have a soulmate? He goes, Well, there's a very small chance you see them, but we also have to assume there's been a lot of people. So your soulmate could have been born at any time in human history. Also, they could be coming up at any point in the in- unforeseeable future forever. The the problem, I think people's fetishization of that is that they hate to believe that we've built up this ideal of sort of like love and commitment and everything. And that could probably work with like a lot of people, you know, like most people aren't. And I know this is against your personal theology, <laughs> but like total garbage and if you just you know it's the holidays i don't, I don't them, believe that right in a second okay come january i'll go back to believing that everybody sucks and that we should all die but right now it's like yeah holidays everybody have a good time but yes she's apparently meant to be with him despite the fact that they're completely polar opposites also this is a hallmark, hallmark movie i do wonder i i like here's the thing i do there is like only this... true love and crappy boyfriends in hallmark movies <laughs> I do like the fact that this guy is coming to terms with the positive side of responsibility. Mm-hmm. And we don't usually get these movies from the perspective of the dude. That's true. Like, Christmas Prince, the actual Christmas Prince is barely in it. Especially for the second one. He's just forever being whisked away so they can have the drama of they're engaged, but he doesn't have time for her because he's a literal monarch of a company or a country. <laughs> Welcome to the board meeting. This is our king. I mean, th- <laughs> that's not so far off. There is like a whole subplot about like the money being misused in Christmas Prince 2. I have seen it, so we can't cover it. I've also seen the first one. They're both fine, by the way, in like a schmaltzy kind of Christmassy way. Yeah. Anyway, do I have anything else to say about Nine Lives of Christmas? I for- I thought like I was making a point, but I forgot what it is earlier. Cats are neat. Yep. Say that. Well, that'll do it for this week of Two Weird Didn't Watch. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this, if you're feeling the Christmas cheer, tell a friend about it. Share it around with them. It is our gift to you. And if you're not a person who likes Christmas, and we're going to get into this in some future episodes as well, but you know what? That's fine. Yeah. You go on with your dislike of Christmas. It'll be Halloween again eventually. There's going to be Valentine's Day. If you're into that, Fourth of July, we're going to shoot off some fireworks. We like if Christmas. You're I mean, you can still do it. It's just we're going to actually do it on purpose. <laughs> That's here. also true. Yes. But, you know, like, New enjoy Year's? the holidays that you enjoy. Definitely New Year's. I- I'm sick of people crapping on New Year's. Like, hey, great. It's an artificial reason to get back your life on track. The fact that it's artificial doesn't mean that it's not good to get your life back on track. Shut your mouth. Hot takes. We're out. <laughs> Too weird. Out. Mic drop. <laughs> No, the mics are in stands, Bradley. We don't drop them. I will drop these mics.